STC pod and the opinions expressed in this podcast are solely those of the presenters therein, without any affiliation or obligation to any establishment, either real or imagined, even if they wanted it. Now, get ready and hit start to continue. I have to be able to see you in your camera so I know, you know, when you're talking and when you're about to talk or when you're cleaning your shelves or something like that. I will tell you when I'm cleaning my shelves and you can know when I'm talking, when you hear me talking. I need to keep an, uh, an eye on you and an ear on you. Look, what? we've been doing what? these. Did I fall asleep? <laughs> oh, well, I, there's been talk of people wondering if that's been that's happening. These goddamn Apple headphones. Jesus. Yeah. You spend what? $200 on a microphone. Ooh, you can't use. Yeah, I'm going to trick Joe into buying the same microphone as me. <laughs> Actually, if we go back and listen, you purchased the microphone first, right? No. What? How's it going? Guys? Oh. Who's this? You got someone on the line. Did Who's you invite this? someone in already? <laughs> look how nice this picture is oh man why I'm is gonna... he crystal clear i have a good he's signal. musty have musty good... is always perfectly clear why does why is musty perfect in everything he does that's the first question for musty <laughs> practice <laughs> what's perfect going on brothers not a lot i'm still uh I don't know what's going on. I've been sick since I got back from Portland, but oh, I don't know what it is. You didn't you know? catch you didn't catch the uh, kissing bug with uh, anyone down there, did you? Negative. <laughs> Rocket sauce. Rocket sauce. Or, uh, one of the other guys got drunk and. Are, you, are we are we recording already? <laughs> <laughs> no, you don't need to know that. It's not how we work. People want to know. No. Um, Rocket was gracious enough to let me have the bed to myself the whole weekend. <laughs> so you so you think. Oh. He's not called Rocket Sauce for no reason, you know. <laughs> I don't know. He, snor he snores, though. <laughs> He's got, it was... Uh, once I finally got to sleep, then it, then it was all right. But, man. Was it just the two of you in the room? No, Dean was there. Um and then uh, my buddy Rob. Oh, that's uh, right. Yeah, he's the guy I did that huge trade with. So, yeah, four, four guys, one hotel room. I know. Sounds okay, like how many? Sounds like the making of a movie. How many beds were in this uh, hotel room? Two, two beds. And you two said beds. Rocket let you have one I bed had, all to yourself. I had one bed all to myself um, on night one. Uh, Rob wasn't there yet, so so Dean Dean took the second bed, um, and then uh, when the last two nights, uh, Dean volunteered to take the floor. I thought I thought we should have mixed it up and at least you know tried to be fair about it, but I offered. I was like, I'll sleep on the floor tonight, and he's like, No, no, you go ahead. I was like, Okay, not not gonna argue on that one. Oh. Yeah, so no doubling up on the beds. Nope. What's going on? Didn't happen. No pillow walls. None of that. 
This sounds like a lot of phobias going on in this hotel room. No, we were good. Hotel room was, I, I, I was having, uh, we'll call them musty problems. Um, like the shower head came to like my chest. Um, if I were to sprint down the hallway, I would have put my head through the uh, drop ceiling. Like it was not built for me. Not built would, for me at all. I would have thought the musty problems would have been all the ladies beating down your door. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. I kept it, I, I kept it to myself. <laughs> well, I know if it was me and Joe going, he definitely wouldn't let me uh, sleep alone in my bed. He'd find a way in there. <laughs> he just has to be touching someone all the time. <laughs> hmm. No, it was, it was a good time. I, I really want to go back. Um, it was quite a, I, I don't know. I, I don't know that you could write as good of a script for how things went. And I, and I know I wasn't the only one who had a good, a good PRGE 2016, but like it aligned with, you know, baseball playoffs and all this other stuff. It, it, it really was like on the verge of like epic weekends of all time type of thing. It's got to be mostly because of, uh, you know, you're meeting everyone finally who you've been chatting with for so long. It was that like yeah. I'm meeting you guys. So again, thank you for having me on. Cause this is, this is I'm trying to remember what, what episode I started listening to you guys. And then I went back and proceeded to listen to all of it, but it's long overdue. So we're glad you're able to come on. Yeah. Really appreciate it. Yeah, definitely. Especially on a hangout night. Hey, I just uh, I peeked in on on what's going on over there, and um, Paul's got his daughter on. She was just making noises into the microphone, uh, and then I think one of Paul's relatives or a friend of his jumped on. But no, I think Yoshi finally showed up. But <laughs> okay. uh, it, it is still early, so yeah, it is. What time is it where you are? Is it eight uh, thirty? Yeah, uh, it is eight. Yeah. Oh, I'm okay. an hour. I'm an hour behind you guys. Now, Musty, you can't drop in later. You're in complete publication ban now that you're on okay. this show. You're in seclusion okay. now. <laughs> well, they don't need no. to know where I was. I just told them I had a conflict. <laughs> yeah, screw those guys. I tell you, that whole show is just going to fall apart without you there, though. You're the anchor. You're the anchor. I'm that curious. I'm really curious. <laughs> Really behind the scenes here. We've been trying to get Musty on this show for months and months, but uh, the man is in high demand. <laughs> He's been on many shows before uh, before our little show. You made it on uh, Cartridge Club, Retro Fandango. No, I've not been on Fandango. You didn't get it. Hmm. Usually they always poach uh, our people before us. They Crazy. tried. They tried, but it uh, coincided with my wife's surgery. So it just wasn't, uh, it wasn't going to time out. Well, at Good. that point. Good. Good. <laughs> Once again, we fandangoed Fandango. There you go. Well, it's because you guys got the shirt. It's because you guys got shirts. That's... <laughs> <laughs> He's they're they're above grade. They won't stoop down to the to our level of shirt grubbing our fans, but you know. Yeah. <laughs> <Meh. laughs> I'm admiring that gun blade of yours there in the back corner there, yeah. Yeah, I haven't done a video on that yet. Um, is that solid metal? It is. Do you want me to grab it? Yeah, man. Okay. I'm admiring the roll of toilet paper he's got there beside the chair. I wonder what kind of uh, station that is. 
Musty, you got Musty. You have that uh, roll of toilet paper right handy by the chair. I wonder what what goes on in that chair when uh... I've, I'm, in case I need to blow my nose. But yeah, okay. no, this All is right. uh, yeah, it's it's solid. Um, and then nice. the chamber, the chamber actually rotates. The, um, hmm. Yeah. See, uh, Bill doesn't appreciate it like I do because he's not a Final Fantasy fan. Yeah, well, I guess like most Final Fantasy, that gun makes no sense in the real world. <laughs> Tell me, where's the bullet come out of? Yeah, the bullet doesn't the... come out. Oh. I was doing some research because I, I I knew that the question was going to come up, but the way that they say that this is supposed to work is that the chamber fires off and it causes vibrations in the blade, which causes it to cut deeper. Kind of like one of those like um, carving knives. You know, turkey time. Allegedly, okay. right. that's what they say. But okay, but yes, you're right. There are no, there are no. Uh, yeah, it looks way impractical, but it looks <laughs> like, yeah, for, awesome for the listeners. Uh, Musty's holding. Uh, uh, he's like got a revolver, but at the barrel of the revolver is a huge blade that comes out of it uh, from a Final Fantasy game. And uh, if I brought that in the house, I'd have to live by myself. Because they would think I'm insane. <laughs> this thing's giant. Yeah. Well, it's not. It's not the first. Um, I think I've got like four other swords. Um, I was in a fairly big Lord of the Rings fan, and so I was kind of in this kick where I was planning to fill out an entire armory <laughs> worth of weapons. Uh, thankfully, you know, cost was uh, a bit prohibitive there, so I didn't. I didn't go. Uh, I didn't go for the whole thing, but I have like four, four other swords. Are you excited for uh FF 15? I'm, I'm, I'm cautiously optimistic. Really? Why? I, re- I really want I, it to be, I want it to be good. Um, I, I have not great. This is going to be, this will be the one that saves the franchise. I think. Oh Christ. It looks terrible. Oh, Musty today. We, uh, Bill forced me to watch, uh, Conan O'Brien uh, play. He's, what's the segment called? Gaming for Dummies or something? <laughs> Clueless Gamer. Yeah. Okay. And so, they got a preview copy of uh, the next Final Fantasy game. Oh, and really? Okay. I will need to watch that. Yeah. No, you won't want to play that game afterwards. Yeah. Oh, really? Uh, the just... game looks very obtuse. It does not look fun. The thing you know that I did because it's turn based. Well, it's not turn-based, though. Well, I know it's not. Oh, he won't because it's not turn-based. Gotcha. That's okay. what Bill thinks it is, and that's why he hates all the other ones, too. He hates any RPG that's turn-based. Even though that suits his style because he doesn't have any uh, fast reflexes. I got a whole whole shelf of turn-based right there. So. Mm. That's my no, I think you should be doing something the whole time you're playing you the game. Not you're just, strategizing uh, your next move, <laughs> depending on what enemy you're facing and, and their tactics. And what type of party members you have. Let's just play a board game then. Mm. Musty, you want to mm. step in there? Uh, <laughs> well, let me, let, let me say about Final Fantasy 15. Like, I enjoy Kingdom Hearts. If they can make it like Kingdom Hearts. You know, but with the graphical upgrade and the realism and all of that, then, then I think I'm on board. But... I don't know. I'm I 
I don't know if it's going to be a day one buy. It may be a day two buy for me, but I, I just need, I need a little bit of confidence going into it. And, you know, the, the platinum demo they did at the beginning of the summer was, it didn't wow me. And a lot of people, I mean, it showed off a lot of like particle effects and things like that, which is great, but it just didn't, it didn't hit me the way that, uh, the way that I had hoped that it would. And the, uh, to, to be honest, it's the, it's the E3 demo they did that kind of was like, well, this is, this feels boring, uh, against what I think it was Titan. They showed the Titan battle. Right. Um, and that it just felt mm -hmm. slow. It felt like they were trying to get an action to happen that they couldn't trigger. And it, it just, it, I want to like it. I want to like it a lot. Yeah, that sounds like the Conan bit for sure. I, I can't I can't make that call just yet. And, you know, certainly not going to put the money down up front if it's you know if it pulls a mid seven on reviews from people that I trust, then then you know then I'll go get it right away. But I I, I just need to know it's not a five. You know, because you have your Final Fantasy shelf there. So mm -hmm. is that pretty much complete or up to date? Um, I think I'm missing like Lightning Returns. Hmm. which I have never played. Um, yeah. and you like, are you a fan of tactics? Yes. I have not played a lot of it. I, I like I like strategy RPGs if I have the time um, and I need to find the time. But um, yeah, I like tactics. Um, Disgaea for the PlayStation is another series that, that does that strategy RPG pretty well. And that's an Atlas title. Um, those are, those are interesting and quirky and, uh, but yeah, I mean, PlayStation Square titles are are just golden, uh, in my opinion. Now, why, do you, I, why do you I, say if you, you got to find the time? What's going on that you're you're so busy? I'm a busy guy. I, I got to work. Okay. I got I I got one kids. Can you tell us where you work? I don't think I, I can. I can give you some information. I can't. I can't. I I won't go specific down to. Uh, company name but if you i'm sure if you guys dug you could find it um but i work at a uh, biotech company that uh our main product is synthetic dna uh, used in research applications and uh, pharma and and pretty much the number of uses are kind of endless you know agriculture that kind of stuff and so i actually work in the customer service department um, I actually managed the team there. So hmm. took two things that I like, I had a lot of telemarketing experience when I was uh, between high school and college. And then uh, for school, I went to, you know, I went and got um, a bachelor in biochemistry and then kind of merged the two. And it was kind of a nice, a nice, uh, it was a nice sort of alignment between the two to, to land there and it's you know right down the street from me which is great and uh yeah i've been there for coming up on seven years that sounds like some futuristic stuff there bill will you turn your phone off <laughs> that's not my phone Fucking twitter that's interference from uh something yeah your twitter <laughs> <laughs> no it i hate that i ever got uh, you on that stupid twitter <laughs> 
Hey, don't worry about it. We're talking about synthetic DNA here. This is scare me. Is this stuff that uh, can destroy humanity if it gets out of hand, or uh, is it something? There like are there are plenty of plenty of regulations. Um, don't get me wrong. People have tried to order like Ebola from us, um, but we won't make it. Can it make me stronger so that I don't have to go to the gym anymore? Uh, we can ev- maybe maybe eventually. Will it enhance my pecs in any sort of way? Your pecs don't need enhancement, oh, please. <laughs> <laughs> but no, synthetic it's, DNA. Yeah, it's 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 really uh, it's kind of interesting because you wouldn't expect, like you know, just in the middle of Iowa to have this company that, uh, you know, we've been doing this for. This has been the entire business model, and they've been doing it for you know coming up on like thirty years. Um, started in a lab at the university, and basically huh. just took off from there. Um, but yeah, it's a very, I mean, it's a very simple thing. We just became the best at it. Um, and we kind of perfected the, the whole process, um, even down to the point where like the company, we build our own machines, we write our own software. Uh, you know, we come up with all of these ways to improve it and it's all in house, which is, which is really kind of nice. We don't have to outsource like anything, which is pretty fantastic. It's just one of these very highly secured places. Lots of security lockdown. Uh, we're improving. Uh, we're, 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 we're improving. You but don't yes, have to go I through mean, if, five layers of uh, security no, fences. To get to no, work. this isn't the umbrella corporation. There's, there's none of that going on. <laughs> maybe uh, there should be. Maybe, zombies. maybe there's another floor. I don't know about. <laughs> I'm glad you mentioned Iowa because Bill's always getting confused where you live. He's like Minnesota or like Southern states or yeah. There you go, Bill. Iowa. <laughs> no, well, it's, it's funny because I was I, as I was listening to to Kyle's episode because I wanted some some ideas on 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 what to what to bring to the table here tonight. Uh, I was listening and, and he thought I was from Chicago. Uh, I, I, so I I think a lot of people just have me mistaken. <laughs> No, I told Joe you're in Iowa, and Joe goes, "Oh yeah, West Coast. That's near Portland." <laughs> I wish. Well, I wish. I don't if- know. Central Southern United States, right? Somewhere yeah. between the Central and West Coast. Hmm. Yes, Central. <laughs> between Central and the Rockies. Let's let's. There you go. Good enough. I could find it if I had to. Yep. So Iowa is there like a bunch of like. Uh, uh, nuclear silos in the area. Nuclear silos. Um, we do have some power plants, but I don't know of any. Um, if there are silos, they have not been made aware to me yet. Hmm. Hopefully, we don't yeah, have to find out of... about them anytime soon. Right? Yeah, you'd have a bunch of decommissioned silos there somewhere. Probably. You can find that out, no problem. But they're they're probably just building wind turbines on top of them now. So, you know. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be in the middle of a farmer's field you wouldn't even think about, and you'd just see some concrete, uh, you know, hatches and stuff. But yeah, there's a silo. But no, no, it's cool no. stuff to go uh, break uh, break into that and go exploring in there. Dharma initiative and everything, right? Well, maybe uh, we should tell the listeners who aren't familiar who who the hell we're talking to. Joe, <laughs> did you did you make up uh, some kind of fancy introduction for our fabulous uh, uh, guest? No, that's tonight? that's normally your job, Bill. Are you trying to ignore doing your job? 
<laughs> no, well, let me tell you. Well, Musty Hobbit had this little uh, YouTube channel floating about on the YouTube ether. And uh, I, I stumbled upon it. I'm trying to, I was trying to remember today how I stumbled upon it. Don't know, but I think I was there for the first video. I commented yeah, it on was your early. first video. It was, it was definitely early. It, it was easily, because I think the fourth video was the first, like, actual comment. That was when I talked about communities, uh, which is super ironic, um, considering at that point I, I had only heard, I think I heard about the club, like, in, like, 2013. Like, right when they were trying to kick it off, I'm like, oh bunch of you know youtubers that i'm never gonna um, you know oh they don't they don't care who i am it's yeah it's it's oh how funny things have uh have have gone so far but yeah you were you guys were there early and and i i have to thank you for this for the support and the you know encouragement because uh yeah like just in the past day i hit 150 subscribers um and again, this is this has never been a numbers game for me, so it's just kind of awesome that it just kind of organically got to this um, at this point. Well, I looked at that early video today, and it was just you had one shelf in behind you with mostly like ornaments and stuff on it, <laughs> a tiny little bit of games. Yeah, and now we're uh, you've grown your collection, and uh, your channel has grown into several different uh, series of. Uh, collection style and pickup style videos and you become a giant member in the cartridge club more like a celebrity true celebrity uh the george clooney of the cartridge club and uh once i finally brought you to the attention of joe uh, i think there was uh, instant affection there i'd say and uh joe's been fascinated with you ever since i always wanted to put you two together i know something else about musty uh oh, I know uh, Musty's uh, first name because I have high level security to find this stuff yeah. out. We're just going to leave it as Musty though, because that's way more mysterious and sexy, which fits his <laughs> his his image there, his Playboy you image. Don't, you don't want to know his first name. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever okay. been told that before, Musty? <laughs> hey, I like funny. I like calling. I make up. I either make up names for people most of which bill know and some that can be said and some that can't be said. And I, I, I will say one of the funny things about Portland was the first, the first day um, I got out there, the whole conversation about names came up, um, you know, cause the Q dogs, you know, we, we, we went to their place. Um, they got to, uh, and their place is fantastic. That swing set is amazing. Um, I wish it wasn't as, you know, because Portland just, it rains a lot. Uh, so we didn't really get to play on the swing set that much. <laughs> but um, yeah, we had the conversation where where it was just like, do we address each other by our internet handles or do we actually use names? Um, you know, I know Eric and Melissa have come out and been very, um, you know, open about using their names and everything. But yeah, I've, I've I think my name has only been surfaced as it, then you really have to pay attention to catch it um, in my most recent video. Um, but yeah, they were like struggling, like, do we just call you Musty? And I'm like, 
sure you guys have only ever known me as that so that's fine um but yeah they were at one point i said yeah go ahead and and then they they started using it but then they kept reverting back like Mm -hmm. for for all of saturday and all of sunday it was just easier because they could yell it in that uh, vendor hall and it was just it was far easier than yelling the alternative which probably would have turned a number of heads all at once so yeah no, I think in a much earlier video, I caught onto it, or maybe it was a hangout or something, but you, you, it, it was a hangout. Not... I slipped. I remember. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> you had, yep. you were wearing a labeled clothing, let's say. It will remain a mystery, I take it. That's fair enough. Are you, are you still going by your, uh, will you still use your full internet handle name? <laughs> the, my full internet handle name or my full Xbox Live name? <laughs> <laughs> yes, your Xbox Live name. <laughs> so I got to tell the story of that um, on how how I landed on Musty Hobbit Nuts, um, which has fifteen letters. That's the limit by which you can use on an Xbox Live handle. But um, I didn't get live until the 360 came out, and uh, so me and my friend. You know, we were struggling. I was struggling to really figure out. It's like, what do I want to actually call myself? Because this is something that's going to stick with me. And he's like, well, it's got to be something that's got punch to it. And it's got some some oomph behind it. I was like, okay. Uh, and so we made a, I, I think I landed on, it was either like eight or 16 names. And we did a bracket. Um, and we actually like had a mini tournament to get down to the final two names. Um and I, for the life of me, I can't remember what the other names were. Uh, I believe that they had plenty to do with other like mythical beasts. I'm sure there was a phoenix in there or, uh, you know, that kind of goofy shit. And, uh, and then I went, yeah, I landed on, on this. And, and, and to be honest, like hearing people, they used to play a lot of Halo 3. Hearing people just lose it when they see the name just makes me smile. And so it's... It's still hilarious. Um, the reason that I had to shorten it, uh, I blame Nintendo for this. Because when I went to go get my Nintendo ID, when I got my Wii U, um, it would not recognize Musty Hobbit Nuts. So um, I had to dial it back. And then, yeah, so that that's kind of where that came from. And then, and then I figured, you know, I uh, wanted to keep myself somewhat uh, PG at the highest uh, when it came to my channel. And so I didn't want to put people off um, by the name. Um, although it seems to be, it seems like a lot of people enjoy it. So who knows? I've thought about spending the 10 bucks to, to turn the Xbox live handle to just musty Hobbit. And I totally could because it's still available. Um, oh, not for long, I guess, but uh you know, no, no, I don't know. Don't be changing it. Come on. I won't. I'll, I'll, I'll leave it. It'll always sort of stick with me as that, that early twenties kind of level of immaturity that is associated to many Xbox gamers. Did you have to explain <laughs> it to your wife or does she even know about it? Oh, she, no, she knows. She thinks it's funny. No, she's, I got a question. My uh, Xbox 360, I'm having controller connection issues. Can I sort of hmm. come across that? I'm playing a I game have... and it'll uh, constantly uh, 
the, the controller will disconnect on it, so I'll have to resync it. Hmm. You need oh, batteries. <laughs> I need to play PlayStation, and not shitty Xbox. <laughs> Yeah, I, I mean, I, I've had that where sometimes my battery pack, I assume you're using a rechargeable battery in that in that situation, but if... Um, I'm, I'm, using, the battery I'm pack, using fresh batteries. And, just fresh batteries, okay. Yeah. Then I, I, I really don't have a good, a good suggestion for you. Because um, I've had times where my, where I, when I use the battery pack where it, it's still like maybe 40% charged and it just, yeah, it'll just go intermittently out, but... I think just taking it off and reseating it tends to hmm. fix that. But it, I mean, I don't go through a cleaning process on those contacts like we do with, with, you know, old games. Um, yeah. Cause know. every time I turn on the, uh, like I'm playing lost odyssey on right now mm-hmm. and literally without failure, as soon as I start playing the game, I'll have to reconnect it probably about five or six times and then it sort of sticks. So I'm not sure what the actual issue is. Hmm. Oh, your controller's bored. That's why. Oh, <laughs> it's going to sleep. You should tell t- tell me about Lost Odyssey. I'm curious. Um, I haven't I, I haven't played. I've only I've, I'm, I'm only not, aware I'm, that it's a square game. I'm not that far into it. I don't even know if I can read to you what's on the back here because I can't even fully describe the game now. It's what like a, a game. <laughs> well, dude, I'm only like two hours into it. Um, Elevator pitch. <laughs> I gotta get my glasses or my eyes checked because I can't read the fucking back. I'd offer to let you borrow mine, but you told me not to take them off. No, you're way better with them on. Way sexier. <laughs> yeah, even the back is a shitty description. Uh, it's like a P one's going. P one's going to kill me. <laughs> it's like a cross between. Hold on, I know what I can do. What's this? Yeah, Bill, Bill's Bill's shitty Samsung can't do this. Siri, tell me about Lost Odyssey for Xbox 360. Hmm. Let me think. Okay, check it out. What the hell kind of voice is that? I made her British because she's sexier that way. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Boy, that Siri, tell me about Lost Odyssey. Okay, let me look. I found quite a number of movies. <laughs> You're useless, Siri. Brilliant. <laughs> Another win for Siri. You know what, Musty? Here's here's my best thing I can tell you. Look it up online. You'll get a way Dude, better description. You okay. put two hours into it. Just explain what you've been doing. It's like a cross between Final Fantasy and uh, it's a magic <laughs> landscape. It's like a... Yeah, see? I can't. It's turn-based, right? It's turn-based fighting. It's turn-based. Very similar to like the later Final Fantasies. Graphics are very similar. It's almost like done in sort of like a, obviously in the future, but there's like a bit of like steampunk, steampunk sure. uh, atmosphere to it. Like, would you say it's closer to like 10 and 12 than it is 13 or? Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. That sounds, that sounds promising because I know. But uh, I, mean, I know I, P1, P1 highly recommends it. Anyone who's I've talked to about it loves it. Uh, my first time going around to it, so. No, you're good. You're good. I <laughs> put you on the spot. <laughs> I'll buy it. Sold with that description. Well, what about it's you? On, it's on my short list. It, it's it's definitely on my short list for 360. Um, but yeah, I've, I've I've been kind of 
thin on pick. Like I got back from Portland and like, like I had a string there where it was just like big pickup, big pickup, big pickup. And it's just, I just kind of, I needed to regroup a little bit. Uh, you were dropping, as we like to say, Fandango money. <laughs> I mean, thankfully, the, the the biggest deal that I did wasn't wasn't any money, which was fantastic. Um, oh no, I scratched that. I did sell off some stuff to get that Earthbound, but um, I got to play it. Got to realize my my monetary uh, investment there. One of these days. What do you got on the go right now? Uh, I need to finish Chrono Trigger on the DS. Nice. So I've got that. I so what I what I decided right. I this whole time I've been collecting this top 100 list, and Super Nintendo was one of the lists. But I never had a Super Nintendo as a kid, so I told myself, "Well, now I'm collecting it. Like, let's actually start playing them." So I started just from the beginning, number one overall, and I'm working my way through. So. Um, I played Link to the Past, beat that for the first time. Number two is Chrono Trigger. Um, so once I'm done with that, I'm going to play through Super Metroid, and then Final Fantasy three is up after that. Um, so I've I've got a few in the pipeline, but I, obviously I I played Parappa for an evening. Um, finished that. That that felt that felt productive. Did you um, like that game at all? It was fun. I mean, yeah. it's it was a lot shorter than I expected. Like, I really wish it would have been maybe like another, like if they could have gotten to maybe nine or ten levels because there's only six. Like, if I would have spent the money for the PS One copy, I would have been disappointed because that's a at least I only spent a couple bucks for the PSP copy, and mm. I didn't seem to have the problems that a lot of other people did. And um, I don't know if it's because. I play more rhythm or I've played a lot of rhythm games in the past. So maybe that's what it is, but I can, uh, if I can recommend another one to you, which I just found out about today and I checked it up online and it looks really, really interesting. Um, and I think it's actually, to me, it seems better than Parappa because I only played that back in the day mm-hmm. and I uh, wasn't too impressed with it, but this one looks really good. Um, it's called it's for the PS two It's called Guitar Room, Guitar Man. Yep. I think uh, bonus barrel guys were really, really talking that one up. Yeah, I was really impressed with it. So I think I might keep an eye out for it. Yeah, PS2 had uh, amplitude and frequency were the two that I played hour after hour after hour of in my my early 20s. And it um, it's the precursor to Guitar Hero. Mm -hmm. So you have like your the three, the three different buttons, and you're sort of going down the track, um, but it's mostly like techno and house music and uh, remixed synth pop and things like that, um, with still some decent names behind it. A lot of like Paul Oakenfold. Um, there's a No Doubt song in there. I couldn't give you the whole track list off the top of my head, but. It's a lot of fun, and if if rhythm games are your thing, those two, I, I would highly recommend those two as well. Joe has no rhythm, so I don't even know why he's talking about it. You can barely walk. That's because I'm hung. <laughs> really? 
Okay. Well, why don't we take a break, Joe, and let, let's get the let's get the show on the road. And uh, why don't you do your little intro? What episode are we in? One hundred and nine. You sure? That maybe sounds not, right. It is. <laughs> I'd ask Siri, but she's in, she's not feeling too good tonight. So. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to another episode of STC Pod. You're checking out episode 109. Just wanted to remind you to subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash start to continue. You can follow Bill on Twitter at STC Pod. Check me out at AC Decepticon. Bookmark the website stcpod.com. You can listen to us on iTunes under the search STC Pod. You can get all of our episodes on Podbean, www.stcpod.podbean.com. And if you're listening to us, you got to check out some other great podcasts, blogs, and videos from people in our community at cartridgeclub.org. As always, Bill and I want to give a big thanks to everybody who checks us out every Friday morning, which is when we post our new episodes, and late Thursday for Day Zero listeners. That's the best time. It is the best time. Usually when I'm too lazy to put them out Friday. Hey, we, uh, we, we Day Zero listeners appreciate it. I, I know uh, it sort of became a movement after, after a while. It did. It just gave Joe something else to complain about because he has to uh, push things out a little bit sooner. So that's more trouble for me because I got to listen to him. You didn't mention your, your other show, the, the Trannies and uh, Beer Podcast. Uh, you go crazy, so I figured I'd leave it out. No, I was, I was listening to it today on the way home. I want to thank you guys over there for answering my question. I asked, cause apparently I asked a question. I don't remember submitting one, but, uh, um, I don't know. My name was put out as a question. Well, you're usually drunk half the time. So that's okay. probably why you don't remember. Good. Good. Well, but if we follow, we, uh, if we follow our outline, must you got your outline for this show, right? Yes. Yes, I did. <laughs> the detailed outline. Uh, Joe's been often uh, compiling these these questions he gets from people. And uh, the trainees and beer has questions from listeners. And uh, our show has got some questions from listeners. Did you get any uh, today, Joe, that you want to put out before I, we get, get too late? I did. Just a couple, though. Um, well, actually, speaking of trainees and beer... And my co-host had to, when he heard that Musty was coming on, Musty, you're stuck on an island. What are the three top games you could take uh, ignoring the systems that they're on? So systems being a non-factor. Right. This is me stalling to think for a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, you're lucky you got a very PG question right off the top. So <laughs> you got to feel lucky there. Yeah. Trains and beer were nothing but not, if not PG. <laughs> They're true professionals over there. Okay, let's go Final Fantasy VIII. I'm, that's, that will always be in my high, highest ranked of, of, of any game ever. You will um, be buried with that game too, right? I will, I will be buried with that game and all of those figures that are up on that shelf right there. So, <laughs> very, very likely. That's why I have the gun blade that's um, All right, Musty, quit stalling here. I know, right? Um, Skyrim. I couldn't finish that game. I don't know. Finishing the game's the point. <laughs> <laughs> you just keep you just keep giving you quests. Um, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cheat here and say Master Chief Collection. 
Ooh. Hmm. Sure, Is that cheating? Not? It's a single disc. All right. Well, M, thanks for the question. Um, Kevin's wife, Sarah, sent me a PM. Uh, she'd like to know, how tall are you and how much do you weigh? <laughs> uh, I am 6'5". And I weigh more than I wish I would. But it's all muscle, right? Sure. All right. <laughs> six five. So you got to be what? At least uh, my buddy's six four, and he works out a lot. He's like two thirty. So I'm going to say you're about like two forty five. Yeah, that's. We'll call it that. Yeah. Not my uh, my ideal weight is lower, and I'm 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 going to force myself to get there eventually. If I was blessed with your size, what I would do. Jesus. <laughs> Why do you think Sarka Sim is uh, so uh, interested in Musty's height and weight? She's looking for someone just... to help with the uh, drywall on their kitchen yeah. reno. Mm. Well, like most ladies, when they see an attractive man, but not in person, they like to know, you know, they like to actually vis- visualize, much like guys put stuff into the spank bank. I'm sure women do the same kind of thing. So she's like, all right. <laughs> Really? Yeah. She needs stats to do that. Now she can take and imagine other aspects of Musty based upon his size and weight. (laughs) All right. P2 sent me a question. Uh, Your thoughts on being named the sexiest gamer of the cartridge club? I'm not going to say I hate it. No, I I think it's I I think it's it's it doesn't bother you. Doesn't make no, you uncomfortable. It, does, no. it doesn't bother me at all. I I'm 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 You're honored. Of I'm right? honored to have that honor. Um, it's know, just cool. it's not yeah. a negative thing, right? Someone's no, giving you a compliment. Not not at all. I no, I really appreciate it. It all makes right. me it makes me blush still, and I think it's yeah. Like I always have to pause whenever I hear it, wherever it is. I make sure to pause it and I go. I make my wife listen to it. What uh, I'm admiring your hair as I talk to you. What, <laughs> what kind of uh, con- yeah, shampoo and conditioner going on there? Or like uh, uh, the shampoo has argan oil in it. Um, I couldn't tell you what the conditioner has. It's it's from a large salon bottle that my wife uses, and um, and then it's like Garnier, like surfer hair stuff. I can't relate, but maybe Bill. <laughs> That's a lot of product. Nah, uh, I, one one final question, just to get this segment out of the way here. This is from uh, Mrs. Q Dog, Melissa, and uh, just an- another question question that shows uh, I've got no idea what's going on in her mind. But her question is three words: uh, missionary or cowgirl. <laughs> I, I don't know what's wrong with this lady. She's crazy. <laughs> Melissa, come Mr. on. Mr. Q dog's lucky. That's all I can say. Jeez. Uh, <laughs> yes. All right. There you go, Melissa. Were those two constantly scampering off when you were over at their house? Did they need like lots of alone time every couple hours? No, no they did not. No. They, they just seem like they can't keep their hands off each other <laughs> the way they talk. Anyway, that's it for the questions. Thanks for uh, answering them, Musty. And thanks for everybody who uh, PM me back. Yeah, all those 
great questions. Thank you uh, to our listeners for that. It's amazing that they remember to, uh, you know, message you those questions every week. Well, no, I send, I send out feelers and then I I take whatever replies I get back. Musty, what was going on in your head when you were listening to this show and Joe started going off on you that first time on uh, how much he, uh, he thought you were sexy. What, what, what what were you doing? I think I was shocked. Um, (laughs) I had to rewind you. I was like, did I really just hear this? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but no, I, I think I still have that one saved. And then the artwork started coming out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so when I saw those, obviously the one I think is still on the um, the site, um, cartridgeclub.org. Uh, if you look at my page, I think I've got the Peter Frampton album um, <laughs> cover as my, as my, my primary icon. Um, <laughs> but yeah, every, every time, and, and then you started it and then uh derek picked it up and he's he just keeps running with it and i can't complain (laughs) i cannot complain yeah derek went nuts well you can look forward to some more uh some more stuff coming out this week i'm sure i saw your advertisement today (laughs) oh man (laughs) twitter tried to block that there was even nothing explicit about it oh man the legend john c holmes I hope everyone looked that up, looked that reference up while they were at work. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Um, Bill, did you get caught up in Westworld yet? Not this, not this last episode. I'm behind a couple episodes. Mm, I just, right before we got on, I just finished watching the latest one. I'm very, very pleased with it. I'm not going to say anything. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, there's already little thing, little threads coming out on yeah. the internet, which is making me angry. Let's just say I was, I was surprised. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that show uh, is that want... show is something. That show is really, really something amazing at this point. And I'm well, and I'm like two and a half episodes behind at this point. Well, Musty, you'll be happy to hear that it's been renewed for a second season. I saw that. Westworld is averaging a gross audience of 11.7 million viewers, outperforming Game of Thrones and True Detective during similar times in their first seasons. Wow. Mm. That's not bad. Yeah, I think it's going to become very multi-layered. It's like, if we think it's linear now, it's going to become very deep and have uh, lots of layers to peel back. You mean second season or before the end of the first? Oh, I imagine they have to kick that stuff off in this season. Because I thought this was a 10 episode, apparently, or 12, but it's only a 10 episode first season. What are we at now? Five episodes? Oh, geez. I think. I think this might have been six. Yeah, This last last week, I think might have been six. I'm in the middle of episode four. Because originally I was predicting, predicting, or... You know, they'd end off the West West world in the first season and then maybe transition to a different type of world or leave it completely. But I'm thinking they may have to continue on. They, they, they might run out of time for, uh, you know, a true conclusion to what happens in Westworld, right? I just wonder if the West, I mean, the West part is what is the, like, what the draw is, the, the primary draw. Because like Deadwood, which I I never watched Deadwood, but Deadwood was, I mean, 
arguably there were a lot of people who really enjoyed it. And this, there's been that gap where we just didn't have any, like very few Western movies. Um, you know, and so I think, I think we were kind of clamoring for, you know, getting away from zombies and getting back into uh, this style of show. Uh, and the fact that HBO is willing to put the, they've, they've proven to themselves that they can drop the money on it. And mm-hmm. that's, that is, I think what is pushing these shows over the, you know, into the big time. Yeah. Well, Bill made a good point that they, the budget for the show apparently is a lot. So mm-hmm. that was going to be part of the concern of, you know, could they afford to renew it for a second season? Right. Right. Well, what kind of uh, returns were they getting on it for, for it to be profitable for them to even think about it? But apparently it's working out. If, if they get that kind of viewership Which every I'm week. Glad that's, of. Yeah, that's, that's fantastic. Yeah. And uh, like Joe was saying, it can go, they can leave the West and uh, move on to different theme parks and the same kind of thing. But uh I don't know. This West part does seem pretty vast, so I don't think they'll have time to go anywhere else. Oh, I'm not going to say anything because of where Musty's at. So I remember the movie, they had Roman world and, uh, there was one more, wasn't there? What was the other, mm. the other theme park? Was it a future? Yeah. Future world. Was it future? Right? World? That was the sequel. Water world. I'm kidding. Water world. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they showed more than two worlds yeah, in, the, in so. the first movie, though. All right, cool. Well, we can't talk about that. Sorry. So, uh, moving <laughs> on. I know you wanted to uh, bring up. I know you wanted to bring up the uh, the Nintendo Classic Edition fiasco that's been going on. Mm. Didn't you have a story for me? Well, I tried to get it. Uh, actually, we worked. Uh, me and Joe worked overnights the night. Like it was coming out on the 11th. We worked the 10th overnight into the 11th. So I thought we definitely have um, an advantage with the online sales working overnight. We could monitor uh, Amazon and Best Buy, whatever, all night to see when the stock filled in. And it actually did on Best Buy. I watched at 3 a.m. Best Buy, the inventory uh, came on. And it stayed on for maybe 10 or 15 minutes. I could have got it then, but I was, uh, when I saw Best Buy having it, I went, well, so Amazon must be doing the same thing. They don't have it now, but they must be doing it at a later hour. I'd rather buy it from Amazon so I can go through the STC pod links, uh, shop at Amazon through stcpod.com, and we'd get, you know, a little bit something. So. I waited for Amazon to fill up inventory and it just, it didn't happen at all. Not, I don't know about the .com, but on the .ca, Amazon never filled in inventory. So that was a bust all night long. Why did you not just go through Best Buy? Because I wanted to help our show out. Just a shit. You get like $1 out of that, maybe. Well, that'd be a dollar. Come on, we have important things we have to, we have to get from Amazon. Oh my God. Yeah, like a new microphone for me. No, your microphone's fine. You just got to figure it out. We need that, you know, external recording device. That would be nice. Mm. Anywho, that's besides the point. So we, we got off work at seven in the morning. Now I have an hour and some odd drive home. That would put me back in my town around eight o'clock. 
probably too late to really get into a Walmart to get it before anyone else, but I thought I'd have a shot. I got to Walmart and uh, ran through to the electronics department to their phone ringing off the hook. And uh, they got to the phone before I could even ask anybody where the system was. And I could just hear saying, no, we sold out of that immediately. So (laughs) I just turned right around, went out the door, got back in the car. And I could have went to Toys R Us at that point. Toys R Us would have opened an hour later at nine, but it's the extreme other end of town. I'm at the end of an overnight shift. To me, it's, it's not worth it at this point, but the EB games is right across the parking lot from Walmart. So I thought I'd just take a peek, see what's doing over there. And sure enough, it's not open yet. And there's this lineup of people there like four deep, you know, 25 people long camped out, you know, lawn chairs, blankets. They've been there for God knows how long for this, uh, stupid Nintendo classic. And I was furious. I was going to lose it. But let, why don't people have jobs? I don't get it. How, why are they there? Well, that's what I experienced. That's <laughs> so the, maddening. Uh, that's what I experienced at the Toys R Us. And I was trying to tell you that too. I got to the Toys R Us at nine o'clock with one of the kids and I was, I went there just to pick up some, uh, early Christmas presents and minimum probably 30 people deep and my toys are us the closest one. They only had 13 in stock. So that, by the time I, I got that, in, it was cleared out. I heard that was a lot. 13, like most yeah. stores got 10. Yeah. And what's funny was like, I was probably there. Uh, I got there at nine. I probably stayed until about almost nine forty-five. And there were still people coming in then asking if the Nintendo was available. And I was just like, you know, amateurs shaking my head at them. Like if you're not there first thing, then how do you expect it to even be available? Why can't we expect inventory to be available? Well, you're right. Why is that so much to ask? It should have been. It's an issue of Nintendo short, uh, shorting, uh, their productions. I mean, they're driving on the, they're driving demand and it's and the kicker is that driving demand only fuels the scalper market it's funny because i i don't know anyone who's gotten their hands on one and has actually played it because it's likely that those are all in the hands of scalpers at this point aside for the people who got it like the the pre-release versions um the review edition or whatever yeah mm-hmm well, Bill was on Kijiji today, and he actually saw some prices dropped from what they were at initially. He saw one, probably some guy fishing, but um, what was the bill? $1,000? Yeah, like day one on Kijiji, they were asking for up to $1,000. Yeah, I think the regular ones I saw were going for like 400 200 250 mm-hmm. But uh, today they got down to 150 on Kijiji. But luckily there were many people putting ads on there as well saying, stay away from these resellers. They're all dirt bags. There'll be plenty. Just have some patience. And uh, man, I know uh, Miles from Flock of Nerds. He he, uh, waited in line and he did manage to get a hold of one. So... I apologize for saying everyone in line was a dirt bag, but I was furious that people have this much time to dedicate to buying a gaming system like that. Uh, and he played it. I saw, I think, uh, did he do a video or a tweet or picture or something? But yeah, he got one. I think Will got one too. 
now that I remember, now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, he did. He did. Are you going to bother Musty at all? or? I don't think so. Uh, I mean, I, I'm i missing maybe two of the games that are on that system. I mean, the form factor is nice. It's 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 cute, you know, but practicality is not there. My couch is more than two and a half feet away from my TV. So, uh, you know, adapters for extension cords are, would be a must. And I just, I don't know. I'm, I'm not yet equipped to be able to do game capture off of HDMI. So I don't, like, if I was going to use it for that reason, I might as well double the money and, and, and get a Retron and just do that instead and at least give myself a little bit of expandability with other consoles. But if it fell in my lap, I wouldn't pass it up, but I'm just not like I drove to, I was just, my target is notorious for not being picked over strangely enough. And so I thought, well, you know, I I see what everyone's seeing. Uh, I'm just going to drive to my target and just see what happens. And I couldn't even find the shelf space that they were reserved for. Which makes me wonder if they even bothered to put them out or if they just had a stack that they put up and they were just gone at open. Like mm. which is probably what it was, but they'll show up. They'll I mean, Nintendo would be stupid to not release five, six, seven more major shipments of this stuff this year. Mm-hmm. Is there uh, everyone wants it? And whether it's everyone wants it because they can't have it right now, or whether it's everyone wants it because it means something to them, I feel like they owe it to their consumer to at least be good on that. And if they do the same thing with the Switch, there is good that people are going to be furious. Furious. If that happens. I don't well, think I know, they'll uh, Switch, though, because that's more of a... They consider that more of their major console. Yeah. Right? This is just sort of like a little kitsch, kitsch retro gaming system for you know people to reminisce on, and that's a good point. They probably hold no value to it, right? So they were short on the Wii when that rolled out. They screwed us on that, or the people that were buying that right away. Not I. I waited till that was way cheap, of course. But uh, it was it was way cheap to start, and I mean, and and the demand was crazy because Mm -hmm. everyone and their grandmother, literally wanted one in fact the one that i have is my mother-in-law's well i know joe was giving me grief about wanting one of the classics but i mean uh, i i just love the box looks so even the box looks cool that would just yeah. be looking so good on my shelf the console looks cool and uh frankly i want to see that hdmi output on my projector i want to see pixel perfect on 90 inches and play mario on that size got to be cool that'd be and, awesome you got you've got the projector set up right right Bill? yeah not not necessarily yeah projector and uh you know you don't really need I, I probably wouldn't go controller extension cords i just get a long hdmi cord and have the console close to me yeah. it's tiny enough that's what she said yeah all the time it's not that I was bothering you about getting it. I just thought that, you know, <laughs> 69 bucks. No, what? 89. Oh, sorry, 89 in Canada. Um, no, 79, isn't it? I thought it was 79. 
yeah, 79, 79 plus tax. And you got to get the controller extension. So you're looking at, you know, hundred plus. Yeah. And I just thought you could spend your money on, on a good game or something better than that, man. Something that you don't have already. True enough, but you know, you could buy 10 comic books and spend the same amount of money. Yeah, but you're not buying comic books. <laughs> well, I'm just saying someone might. Huh? <sighs> well, I've got enough $60 NES games that I'm looking for right now. It's just, yeah, that's, that's totally one of those thought thoughts that, uh, that I'm having, but. You must, are you a handheld guy? Uh, video game system? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I used to have a Game Boy when I was really young, but mm. handheld really kind of dropped off for me in high school. Um, I think it was just because we, we weren't doing like long car vacations anymore and, and things like that, so there really wasn't a need. Uh, and so the last, like I have a PSP, I have a DS, I've I've held the 3DS once, uh, and I've thought about it. Like the the fact that that price, I think the Black Friday sale on that is like a hundred bucks for a 3DS, which is mm -hmm. amazing. Um, mm -hmm. I've thought about it, but then that same thought has sort of happened: is like, how often are you going to play this 3DS? And could you use that money toward you know Battletoads Double Dragon or something? You know something that's or like Demon's Crest or that type of a game. Instead, right. you know, um, so there's always that, always that struggle. Um, and my son's not yet at an age where I would want, you know, he, he can use my, you know, brick Game Boy or my Game Boy Color, but, you know, I'm not ready to put something that has a hinge on it in his hands, um, either. So we still, we still give him the unplugged NES controller when I'm, when I'm playing. But mm -hmm. he thinks it's funny. Yeah, our five-year-old just got her first uh, DS, so that was exciting for her. Yeah, it'll it it'll happen. It'll happen probably the next year year or two. But I mean, he's not even three. Oh yeah, he's destroying that. Yeah, yeah, he would totally. Boys yeah, are crazy. <laughs> just Bill, you gave your five-year-old the DS. Well, I, yeah. A DS. It was again a thrift store find for like ten bucks. Cleaned it up, got it working. So put an R four card in it, and there you go. All your Dora games and Diego games are all there. And she was using. Uh, she liked playing on those Leapster uh, with the touch screens, but uh, man, those burn through batteries like crazy. What are you sucking back there, Joe? Uh, just finishing off a Guinness. A little beer to help me go to bed. Whose uh, beer can is bigger? What do you mean? Well, I just have big hands, right? They're the same size. <laughs> uh, I got the tall boy. But uh, Musty's got big hands, so. That's right. See, look at this. <laughs> Bragger. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. You should be playing guitar with those hands. I should have. Look, I, I got to use two hands, just like real life. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I crushed it, just like real life, too. Well, what can we say that hasn't been said already? Joe, 
Bill. What do you think? It's always a pleasure spending work and my home time with you. <laughs> if only we were gay. That would solve all of our problems, wouldn't it? Yep. <laughs> Damn it. So for you liking the Habs? Yeah. They're, They're not playing, liking right? it. I can't watch it. Oh, who cares? Everyone. Baseball's number one team in the league. Musty, you're watching hockey down there, aren't you? I will when I have the opportunity. I'm a Blackhawks fan. Mm. Always have been. Always have been. No bandwagon stuff here. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Just like all the bandwagon Cubs fans I'm going to have to deal with for the next 12 months. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Totally. I still have my... Oh, yeah. I brought a prop. This is the bottle of champagne that I opened the night that the Cubs won the World Series. I remember you talking about that. Yeah, that was a... uh, I don't know what happened. That was a bad (laughs) night. Yeah, you were getting uh, you were getting rough with uh, cartridge. Oh, it was rocket. No, it was rocket. Yeah, no, I was. I I I wanted to apologize, but he was being he's being a little jerk. (laughs) I went back and looked. I'm like, wow, I was pissed. (laughs) In the moment, I was pissed. Like I look back and I'm like, wow, I should have just held it back and not. Not gone there, but it was a stressful night. It was a very stressful night. Oh, totally. When you're yeah. invested in your team like that, and they are, you know, in the playoffs or like in that situation, as far as you can get, you think you're going to have a heart attack every second. Mm-hmm. Especially just the way that the way that that game was going, and the fact that the chat. I think the chat fired up in like the eighth inning. The Twitter chat did, mm-hmm. and that just. I I think. I don't know that that took it to a whole nother level as far as like intensity, just because I had a, all of a sudden I had other people like watching with me aside from my wife. Um, but yeah, no, immediately after that, I called, I called my dad, you know, who he's, he's in his eighties. Um, I don't know that he ever thought that he would get to see this. Um, so that was, that was awesome. I, I called my best man. Um, we talked about going to the parade, but um, we ended up passing because we thought that it was going to be insanity. Um, and we just didn't want to be in the middle of that as much as it would have been fantastic. Um, but yeah, then I don't know what happened. I think I slipped at one point. Uh, my face ended up on the coffee table somehow. There was blood <laughs> involved. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I like, I teeth through my upper lip, I think is what happened. Um, yeah, it was, uh, I woke up the next morning. Yeah. Fat lip. It's partially why I haven't done a video in a couple weeks. Um, it's better now. Uh, but yeah, I, I, I thought after that point I was going to get sick. And, and then I realized the next morning, like I told my wife, I'm like, I may have been concussed. And she's like, I totally didn't pay any attention to you because I thought you were just drunk. <laughs> there you go. So I will always be able to hold that over her. <laughs> After you took such good care of her. I did. Yeah. I did. <laughs> I earned that trip to Portland. That was a long, long, that was a long eight weeks. Yeah. I, a long I can time. imagine well, Musty, what uh, what can we look forward to seeing from you in the future? I am 
I'm I've got some more pickup videos coming. I have a pile of stuff that I need to I need to get filmed. I need I, I want to start highlighting some more unique items. Like I do want to do a video on the gunblade. I think that would be I think that would be interesting. Um, but I've got that this Xbox thing over here, this reference guide uh, that I've never seen another copy of anywhere. Right. Um, and I want to highlight that somehow. I actually talked to Kinsey about that in Portland. Um, cool. She had some suggestions for me. Um, but yeah, so I, I would I would expect that you'll be able to find me um, on my YouTube channel. Uh, just search for Musty Hobbit. And then uh, on the Cartridge Club website, I will make sure to make uh, day and date, always post everything in both locations. So, And Bill, what can we expect from you? Uh I will continue to do the majority of the video production for our channel and uh, pre-production, post-production, and promotion of uh, anything start to continue related while Joe does. I will continue to executive produce you and direct you in the ways of making more video content and promoting our channel as I see fit. And, uh, yeah. Uh-huh. Before we let Musty out, I want to get his opinion on, uh, I don't know if you caught the last, uh, STC pod, uh, style pickups video from us where Joe has picked up a couple of items, including a Joe condition DSI, uh, looks brand new out of the package. He refuses yeah, to divulge. He won't tell us his price. He won't tell us where he got it. He won't tell us when. What city? What What are your thoughts on uh, giving away prices paid for things? As a viewer and as a content well, creator. let me give you my reasoning for it first. No, and then I Musty didn't. Can, no. I didn't. No. <laughs> Musty, okay. wait, you want me to say it first, Musty? No, let me. I, 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 have, I have an opinion because I'm of, I'm of a similar mind when it comes to my pickups. I don't like to talk about price um, in most scenarios. Just because I, it, it tends to date the, you know, like if prices change, then somebody looks at a video from a year ago, they're, you know, they may think I'm crazy if the price has dropped um, or vice versa thing, you know, in which case it looks even better. But um, I never try to get too mixed up on what I'm putting in, but what I'm getting out um, myself. And so the fact that you got that, that DSI and it looks magnificent um like i threw a number out there just out of curiosity because i i know i've seen ds lights that aren't in that type of condition for a little bit less than that in the box at my at, at a goodwill nearby and i passed on them because i just I, I don't know why i passed on them i should have picked them up but um you know it there are some people who say they really want to know price. I could care less um, personally. And that's why I leave it out on my own, unless it's something that's, you know, like if I tell somebody, oh, I picked up these five Xbox games, but they were a dollar a piece, you know, then people understand why, I, I guess why I, why I have mixed messages. I obviously don't know what I want. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I'm okay with leaving price out of the equation if the intent is to 
if you don't want to show it, you know, I think that's totally fine. Yeah, I, I just get a little bit tired of, you know, people criticizing on prices too much. Like there's always, no matter what it is, it's going to be someone who's like, oh, you overpaid for it or, oh, that's a good price when, you know, I'm really sort of buying the items just for enjoyment and, mm-hmm. and, and showing them just for the fact that, hey, you know, I got something that I, I really like and I just wanted to share it with some people. I think prices are good if, you know, say you got some extraordinary or extraordinary deal for an item, like say your earthbound set, mm-hmm. you got that for like a hundred bucks. Then that's something you'd want to share because there'd probably be like a good story behind that. Right. Like, mm-hmm. but for the most part, it's just, I think collecting has become too monetary and it just should be a factor of enjoying what you have and not really bringing it down to a uh, numerical value. Right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I mean, if, if, if I showed numbers for what I spent on things at Portland, it wouldn't seem, it wouldn't seem glamorous, right? Like, I don't feel like I got crazy deals. I think that the quality of items was higher and the number of things that I've never seen was higher. So like metal storm, for example, never seen a copy in my life. I saw three, and then I went and purchased one of them um, because I did not know the next time I was going to see it. And the next time I do see it, it is probably going to be 25 bucks, 50 bucks higher than it is now. Um, but to show that often to be like, oh, I, I would get the, I'm sure I would get the comment from people of, oh, you overpaid. Absolutely. Yeah. And I, and, and I'd, I just, I'd rather not invite that. I mm-hmm. like my audience, and 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 so far nobody has complained about it. Um, if people ask, I'll tell them. But it's just you know, there's not really a. I don't feel a need to to share it if I don't have to. Hmm. Well, as uh, as a viewer, I like uh, stay educated with uh, what prices are trending out there and what is uh, what's available and what's possible. So I know if I see something whether I'm, you know, uh, over going to overpay for it or get it for a deal. Or if it's possible to get it at this price that someone on YouTube got it for, because I know that there's a chance. Um, you know, I just like to stay educated. And it's more compelling for the viewer. It's got to be more compelling to learn uh, the prices. That's why they, that's why Pawn Stars is number one show on History Channel or whatever. It's all about the money. Uh, American Pickers, it's about the money, the value. It's, it's just that the added thing that makes it, you know, that much more compelling as a viewer. It's not uh, about the money or the value for American Pickers. It's about <laughs> the items that they find. Well, they make money a big part of each segment. It's all about, the, it, hunt. It's all about the hunt for the item and how you found it and where you found it. Yeah, but it's also about the education of learning the value of things. You can look that up online if that's not important for you. And you got 20 different sources online that can tell you what the average price is, not what the store or the person you bought it off of. I think there are some people who, in their videos, they're not, they're not obtrusive with how they share the price. Like, they'll just show it off to the side. They don't even really acknowledge it, but it is there for those who care, but for those who are really just looking at the item or just listening, they don't have to bother with it. Whereas there's others who are way in front of, of way 
in your face about the price and um, really don't give you much of a choice if you didn't want to hear it. Um, like I think, I'm trying to think of a couple of people, but Canadian Retro, I think doesn't he doesn't get in your face about what he's spending, but he does show you when I think he, when he gets a good deal and he'll he'll just surface it off to the side or up at the top um, to just kind of let you know when a good deal is afoot, but. Like mm-hmm. when I got when Why? I got my steel battalion controller, like the the first one I got with without pedals. I mean the guy the guy sent it to me for the cost of shipping. Like that was worth talking about for me. Cause it cost me like eleven dollars to get it shipped here. You know, so that that I felt like was something worthy of of acknowledging. Or like when I got the second one, it was here's what I traded off. You're all going to think I'm crazy for this, but I've almost gotten all of them back at this point of what I traded. So, and I remember those videos too. And the, and what what stuck with me most was your excitement about getting the actual item that you wanted. Right? It really mm-hmm. really shone through in your video. Yeah. So, yeah, I can definitely see Musty's point as well. Yeah, there are those videos where uh, the price in your face is actually a frustrating part of the video. Uh, because it's so front and center and, uh, you know, like someone with uh, three letters for a name. I, I don't know who I'm thinking of. I, I, I was going to say there's, they go out to like, they're crazy about, about fleas, right? Yeah, there's, okay. Yeah, I guess there's, uh, yeah, there's definitely both sides of it. Well, but, Bill, I'm glad you can see Musty's point. I, I definitely see Musty's point. I don't see and, Joe's point. And my point always, as well. Yeah. It's always BS. I think that's a, a great... What? What? Look, you got nothing to worry about. The only one that will critique you is me, and that's because that's my job. Hmm. I'm not worried about critique. Believe me. <laughs> Believe me. Well, sir, I think uh, this is a good spot to end the show. We've, uh, we've talked Musty Zero off for an hour and a half here. We let him offer easy, man. Yeah. We, we don't want to turn this into Fandango. <laughs> must, must or, 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 or any other Tuesday hangout, right? <laughs> but I thought we could finish this off. Musty, I got, uh, I got five sentences here. and Well, five words, I guess. And I, I want you to give a one-word response for each thing I tell you, okay? Okay. I'll try and be quick on these. First one is video games. Fun. Steak or fish? Steak. PRGE. Again. Cartridge Club. Community. STC Pod. Favorite. Beautiful. <laughs> thanks again, Musty. Really love you coming on, brother. Hey, and thanks uh, for how about, me, once again, please tell everybody where they can check your stuff out. Yeah, so uh, you can find my stuff on YouTube. Uh, you can search for Musty Hobbit. Um, if you are familiar with the Cartridge Club website, um, I, my videos are featured there as well. You can find me on Twitter, at Musty Hobbit. Um, I have a Facebook thing, which doesn't really do a whole lot. And I have Instagram too, but I really mostly funnel my stuff through Twitter. So um, you can find me there. And I'm always in the forums too. So 
if you uh, like to comment on the forums or if you do the 20 questions thing or um, something like that, you can usually find me there as well. Which is at cartridgeclub.org. .org. And you can find us at stcpod.com. Follow Bill on Twitter at stcpod. More importantly, follow me on Twitter at acdecepticon. And you can listen to us on iTunes under the title search stcpod. Take it away, Bill. And if anyone else like us have completely fallen in love with Musty Hobbit and want to talk to him personally, he's often at the Cartridge Club Google Hangout every Tuesday night. Look for the uh, invitation on Twitter. It's an open invitation. Anyone can jump in, join in on the conversation. There's some uh, pretty fascinating folks there, entertaining folks. You got uh, New Jersey Retro. I want to get him on this show as soon as possible. Got a great voice. Uh, Fitnats there. Uh, as always, Rocket Sauce is always there causing trouble. It's Rocket Sauce. Uh, Canadian Retro shows up. <clears throat> Derek Two Dork shows up. Q Dogs. Uh, Q Dogs. Yeah, of course. Q Dogs are there. Um, Jeremy 3B. Lots of people. Cartridge Canuck, of course. Cartridge Canuck. Come on. He's the, uh, he's the godfather of the hangout. He's the godfather. So check that out. Anyways, enough of that. Um, Musty, as, as I hope you know, we always end our show with a sign-off. And if we're lucky enough to have a guest, we, we always hope our guests will do that for us. Post it and post it. <laughs>